Podcast, where we break down every film from the IMDb Top 250 list, giving our own thoughts and reviews and any general discussion along the way. My name is Daniel, but as Dean likes to call me off the mic, Dan Henderson. <laughs> I don't think I've ever, ever said that. You do it all the time. And I'm Dean Jeffrey, and there's two times. Two times I'll talk about The Godfather, part one. Yeah, I was going to say, part one. <laughs> Got more, more Godfather talk after there's, this. There's more coming. <laughs> And this is part two of our breakdown of The Godfather, since we couldn't fit it all into one, you know, individual episode. No, and it was more like we don't want to, you know, it got to a point where it's like, well, either we start rushing to get through it or we just break it up and yeah. do it justice. And I think regardless of how long this episode goes for, I think not having to rush The Godfather yeah. is, is a blessing. I don't think this one will be as long as the last episode. I mean, there's no way it will no. be. How long was the last episode? It, it ended up being longer than a standard episode in the end. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> and that had a lot to do with the trivia. Like we, the trivia took forever. And uh, no, no trivia this time. We're going to head straight into it. We ended up. Uh, where did we cut off on the last one? I think we had Michael had shot McCluskey and Solotso in the in the restaurant. That's where we ended up. Yes. Yes. So. Well, I've I've actually got a couple oh, of. Uh, yes. Go, please. Yeah, I got a couple of. Uh, Don't say trivia. <laughs> Kind of, a little bit. So, we are, we are actually recording this the week after. It's not like we recorded this all in one week and then just cut it off. So, in the week since the last episode, I have realized, or I have realized, I have looked up and I have listened to a lot of other different things as well. Paulie did call in sick. How do we know that? Because he actually, called, like, they actually mentioned that he's not there today. He's called in sick for today. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Which is why when he goes to the house and, and Sonny's like, hey, you, you know, have a little brandy, get, the, get rid of that sickness and that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, that's when they're like, okay. he was cool. he, Yeah. So, that, that was something. We were, if there you go. We were like, oh. Did they? Did they say that? So, yeah, they definitely did. The one potential plot hole in the Godfather, and solved. it's sealed up. <laughs> <laughs> no, so what do we get into here? A bit of a bit of a newspaper montage here about all the mob violence that's going on around the joint. Did you know who actually directed this? Was it Mister Stanley Kubrick? I think it was George Lucas. Oh, it was close. Yeah, George Lucas was involved in this film with Francis Ford Coppola for many different things, but yeah, they gave this to him, and he did the whole newspaper montage. Nice, which had actual like photos of dead <laughs> yeah. gangsters. Yeah, I did. I did see that, and like, there's one key one where he sort of slouched over. That was a, a real life suicide of a gangster, apparently, yep. and stuff like that. But yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's it was a nice montage. It is. It's a very good montage. They also like fade into this montage of Vito coming home, where they're like, lifting him up the bed, up the stairs. Everyone taking him upstairs while he's uh he's still resting. Yeah, Vito. Yeah. Apparently, I saw that Marlon Brando decided to fill the bottom of that bed up with a ton of weights to uh <laughs> muck around with all of them. Ah, he's such a goofball. <laughs> <laughs> Old Marlon Brando. You ever met a Marlon? No. I have. Really? Yeah. Like an actual person? Like an actual person. I think he was Italian. Not that Marlon Brando's Italian, I think. But yeah, no. And it was great because I will never forget this guy's name because it's the only Marlon I've ever met. I think of Marlon, I think of Finding Nemo. Yeah, well, I think of Brando, but I'm a man of culture, so you stay with your Finding Nemo. I will. Thank you very much. So we get some setup here of Carlo being kind of a dick to Connie here. This is, is, this, the, fir- this this is the first time. This is at the dinner table, isn't it? No, no, no. This has this is a quick setup beforehand where he's telling her to shut her mouth and that. He says it again to her at the dinner table very shortly. Okay. Yeah, but it's the first time where we get there's really some bit of a rough tension between them and you, and you can see that he's not treating her the way that he should. Yeah. Which is the balls on this guy to be smacking around a Corleone. I uh, mean, he's an idiot. Yes, he is. But we'll we'll get into that more more later. But we got we got the uh, the group of them here. Uh, he says, Sonny says he's sending Fredo to Vegas to learn the casino business. If that's not a big, please get out of my hair right now, I don't know what is. Yeah, they like after what Fredo did, 
where he just fumbled around with the gun yeah. and he just didn't help at all. Yeah. Like you can see that you can see the differences between how they send Michael off as off to Italy. Like mm. he's the hero, he's yep. the man. Vito, there's like get out of here, go to Vegas yeah. and leave just, us alone. Just go. Yeah, just get out of here. You've done enough. Yeah, but Vito, like all he's all he says is, "Where's Michael?" Yeah, you know that's all he cares about. And when he hears from Tom that it was you know it was Michael that pulled the trigger, just the way he looks, like he sort of just he tilts his head away from him. He sort of brushes him like mm. get out of here. Like yeah, I don't want to hear this. Yep, because Michael was the one who was supposed to get out of the family. Yeah, he that's was what he was going to be a president. A, he's going to be a contender. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the conversation here at dinner is is so funny. I mean, it's it's great because you see you see you know Sonny just talking business. Yeah, and you know Connie Connie's just like Daddy never used to talk business yeah, at the table. Talk about dis- we don't talk about business at the table. And Carlo, yeah. just shut up. <laughs> hey, don't you ever ever tell my sister to shut up again. But the mother. I found this fascinating, like mm-hmm. this Italian, you know, family respect thing where the male is just, yeah, no, he's in charge. He yep. does what he wants. Don't he's interfere. Like, he's like, don't interfere, Sonny. Or she's like, don't interfere, Sonny. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's her, that's her only daughter there. Yeah. Getting abused at a family table. And like, if that's happening, obviously it's worse with the family not there. Exactly. Like if he has the balls to tell her to shut the hell up yeah. in front of him. Yeah. Especially in front of the Dom. Like, my God. I love how he, he brings it back. Yeah. yeah. He's like, hey, if you ever want me to do any more business, hey, we don't talk about business at the table, all right? Yeah, like, yeah. ah, good on you. Good burn. Yep. Uh, but now this movie changes. Uh, dramatically. Yeah, pretty dramatically. So we've got Michael in Italy here. And I like time-wise, he's still got a bruise. So it must be relatively soon after. I mean, he has a bruise still on the last scene in Italy. Does he? Yeah. Uh, they must have busted his jaw real good and proper. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. I did see that they actually wired Al Pacino's jaw shut, like during the time when he they had you know, potentially like when they actually had wired it shut in the movie, like for the character. So that was really 100 realistic. So we've got this group of young guys here just chatting to this old guy about this hot bird they saw down the street, yeah. basically. <laughs> and he's getting involved with. It. He's like, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 really. <laughs> I like. Yeah, but once they start describing. The girl, the father knows yeah, straight away. Loses his mind. He's like, nah, no girl like that lives here. Uh, Goes inside and just starts screaming. It's like, come on. <laughs> like, uh, obviously, it's, you know, it's his daughter. Yeah, of course it is. But Michael, like, the other two want to get out of there. They were like, oh, yeah. shit, we've really angered him. We need to get out of here quick. Uh, but no, Michael, cool, calm, collected. Come out here. I want to talk. I love how he talks in English while they translate to Italian. Hmm. Like, he, he's he's already starting to look like the godfather here. Yeah. When he's sitting there and he's very calm. Yeah. He's like, you know, and he's bold. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But respectful. Absolutely. Yeah. Especially when he starts mentioning, like, I am wanted here. Like, people are out looking to kill me yeah. and starts talking about, like, you know, if you continue to, like, if you do go the way that could happen here, she could lose a father as opposed to gain a husband. It's like, that is a, that is a big big leap right there. There's really coming in and uh, saying what, you, what your purposes are. Yeah, but at least that's honourable. Because yeah. it turns it from this guy listening to, you know, blokes just lust after his daughter to... You know, hey, this guy's in love with her. Yeah. This respectful young man is going to marry my daughter. It looks really good too. Like when they're walking along the Italian countryside and the, and the scores going along here, it's, it is, like you said, it's a massive change of pace from where they've been this whole movie. Mm. It's like a, it's like, I may have said this in the last, uh, the first half of the breakdown. It's like its own little story in the middle here. Like it's like a little short piece. Yeah. Here. Now we go back and uh, Carlo's been a, a naughty boy here. Definitely knocked Connie about here. Yeah. And like, like Sunny pick goes, to Connie's to pick her up and she like opens the door and tries to hide her face. Like it's never going to happen. No. 
Like, you either don't open the door, because I, I guess you can't just buzz him and say, hey, eh. I'm not feeling well, but <laughs> don't open the door, because this was only ever going to end one way. The restrained anger on James Khan's face when he like, bites the, the bites knuckle. The fist, oh, yeah. I'm going to kill him. Uh, I'm going to kill him. Uh, and, and she's like, eh, 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 it's my it's fault. My fault. Yeah, it's my fault. I, I, I hit him first. It was my fault. Don't, don't do anything, Johnny. Don't do anything. Hey, hey what am I going to do? Make that, make that baby an orphan before it's even born? Come on. Come on. Come on. It's funny enough how Michael says that to him later on in the movie. Mm. It's like, you think I'm going to make make my grandson an orphan? Yeah. So like, yes. Yes, he will. Definitely. And off goes Sonny and they uh, find him, finds him out making some bets and here we get a somewhat rough fight scene. Yeah. The, the punches are nowhere near it. Yeah. Um, the uh, the uh, fight coordinator must have been off that day. Yeah. I bet, I bet you know, James Khan loved it though. These guys didn't get on. Do tell. Well, apparently they did not get on, Hendo. Ooh. And uh, yeah, they... Uh, yeah, Sonny enjoyed this scene, I, I would imagine. But I know there was some improvising, like with the the, gar- the, the garbage bin yeah. and things like that. Yeah. Although they are, uh, yeah, a couple of those punches might have, uh, yeah, a couple of inches further, maybe. Oh, I mean, yeah, <laughs> they're laughably bad, but yeah. it's it's fine. Like, yeah, yeah, I mean, what only, only knocks it down half a star. <laughs> <laughs> From five and a half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well played. Um, but no, we cut back to Michael. There's not really too much going on here. He marries... What's her name? Ab- Abilonia? Apollonia. Apollonia. Come on, Dean. Appa? Apollonia. I thought it was Abba. Nah, Apollonia. Abilonia. No. I think it is. I think it's a P. Now, this is this is genuine love for Michael. Like, compared to his relationship with Kay at the start and at the end, like, this is his one This is his one true love. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. What, um, whoa? At, I mean, Michael's love for Kay at the end is, you know, almost non-existent. Yeah. But his love for Kay at the start of the film is pure. I don't know why you're saying it, it wasn't. Because as it gradually goes along, he definitely distanced himself from her before he leaves for Italy. Like, in that one scene where when he won't say he loves her on the phone. Is that what you're referring to? I mean, how much... Like, I mean, the, the love for Kay... We see them, like, canoodling on the street, buying I, I, Christmas presents. I think his love for Apollonia well exceeds the love he had for Kay at any point. I don't know about that. No, I think so, I, 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 I 100% think it is. I, I think he's he wants to settle down here and be with Apollonia for life. And not go back to America. No, he wants to settle here. This is his life now. Have I mentioned I believe in America? Yeah. There's another thing, actually, we, we didn't realize. What? We asked at the start of that episode, do we, do we know that he is an undertaker? Yes. Vito says, Vito calls him an undertaker, but it's, 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 it's met with that he could be describing him as an undertaker because he's so vicious in what he wants to do. Oh! Yeah. Like, I remember him saying that. Yeah. And yeah, you think you, yeah. you think he's just saying like, oh, you undertaker trying to get me to kill this guy. He's, he says it He says it after he leaves. He goes, don't, don't kill them. We're not, you know, we're, we're, not, um, we're not murderers, much mm. unlike, unlike what this undertaker says. Yeah, it's like, ah, okay. Oh, okay. And then he actually, he actually is an undertaker. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I like that you've done this research in this oh, week. What do you mean? I do research every goddamn week. Yeah, no, that's good. Uh, we get Kay visiting Hagen yeah. in an odd scene because these two are like outside the family. Mm-hmm. They're pretty normal people. And yeah, it's it's just interesting. Like Kay's just so lost here. Like she she's like, hey, just just take the letter. And Hagen, how what a lot boss of lawyer. lawyer move here. <laughs> like, listen, in a court of law, me even accepting this letter yeah, is, you know, is grounds that uh, I know where Michael is. I love how there's like a destroyed car in the background. It's like, ah, oh, don't worry about that. Because they're at war at the moment yeah. with yeah with them. It's like yeah yeah this is the shit that's going on right now. Yeah. Oh, now we get a car 
Carlo scene. I mean, the Carlo scene. This is. I think we mentioned it last week. This is. They added this scene in because there wasn't enough violence. Apparently, this scene is so hard to watch. Yeah. Um. But how's the balls on Carlo's girlfriend here to call the house and tell his wife? Hey, just tell him I'm running a little late. I mean, is this not all set up? Is this? Is this not? He he's making this happen on purpose so that Sonny will come after him because mm. he needs him at the toll booth. Yes. So he's probably got the girl to call the house on purpose so that Connie will lose her mind and he can just beat her around. I mean, does he need an excuse to beat her? I mean, it's, it feels more real, if that's the case. I mean, I guess as a movie with an audience watching, it works a lot better. Yeah, I mean, if he just walks in and just starts knocking her about for no reason. I mean, I feel like he wouldn't need much of a reason from what we've seen. I mean, she's a she's a call the only hothead. She's almost as bad as Sonny. She is a hothead. She uh, smashes everything in this place. Uh, I mean... Yeah, she's she yeah she goes to town on this on this thing. I guess Carlo's like necklace it all up. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it is it is it's, hard it's intense. to watch. It's seriously a very intense scene. Like I'm glad it's in there. It's, yeah, it's a it's not a great scene, but it's a powerful scene. And especially because you don't actually see what he's doing. Like it cut it cuts away. Like, it doesn't cut away, but it, it it's from a distance. Like he goes well, in the he next room. goes into the bathroom. Yeah, and, yeah. And it's... you see it from there. So uh, I can't imagine what he's actually doing there. Yeah. But old hothead Sonny gets the phone call. Yep. And this will be the. Uh, the last we see of him here especially how because Tom's all over it he's like he Sonny rushes out the door and Tom's like quick you get in the car and follow him yeah, like, follow yeah him. you know you know what you know what he's gonna do and the toll booth this is uh this is intense and brutal brutal yeah yeah it's it's really good I felt it was a little dramatic him standing for so long whilst getting riddled with bullets in the very, it's very uh, Bonnie and Clyde how they yeah, get taken yeah, out yeah, yeah, yeah. apparently I think they said that he got like 144 blood squibs on him for this one and and, and the guy had never done that before and I like basically told him like, you know I've never done this so many blood squibs before and Khan's like I don't think you should have told me that <laughs> Because <laughs> apparently these blood squibs, they they, they kind of hurt a little bit. Oh, really? Yeah, and if you've got like a, over a hundred of them just going nonstop, exploding on you, yeah, they might add up. Mm. And just the the added bit at the end when he like he walks up and just shoots like five bullets at him and kicks him in the face. And I was like, oh, just adds that little bit of extra brutality to it. Yeah. yeah. Poor Sonny. Also a bit of a personal touch, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, piece of shit. This scene's great when Tom has to tell Vito what's happened. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, fantastic acting from Brando and Tom Hagen. <laughs> wow. Robert Duvall. He, no, he is Tom Hagen. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I did that. What a compliment. <laughs> Just the way Vito comes down, he's like, you know, I hear lots of, I hear lots of people yeah. coming. Yeah, and you know, I feel like something's going on, but yeah. you haven't told me yet. It's like, yeah, I need to have a drink. He's like, well, you've had your drink. Tell me. Yeah, it's like it's sunny. They shot him, and then yeah, just the breath, the breath. He goes, he goes. <sighs> I want, like, I want no inquiries made. I want no act of vengeance. Very good. Do you want? Do you want to have a go? <laughs> no, <laughs> not after last week. Oh, classic. Uh, but no, he's great. He's just like, well, we've got to stop. Yeah. You know, let's let's all sit down. The five, the heads of the five families meet. We've got to stop this wall. And then, Bonacera, I need him now. Which is the... I'm, I'm about to start doing an impersonation. I'm like, no, I don't want to do it. I'm no, so self-conscious it. now. No, I'll do it. I don't re- even know what to say. You're really good. <laughs> Say so, you don't even need to go together. I'll do the uh the one that's coming up here. Okay. Look how they massacred my boy. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, that that scene's good where he sees Sunny. And- even when he brings in Bonacera, he's like, "Are you ready to pay back your favor?" Hmm. And he takes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> 
I'm really off with this this with this impersonation. It's shocking. I need to watch the movie more to get more of the impersonation. Yeah, in. yeah you do. Uh, when he takes the sheet off Sonny to show Bonacera, mm. and just the look of shock on mm. this this guy's face, who deals with this stuff all the time. Yeah, he deals with dead people. He doesn't deal with people. I mean, that, Sonny's dead. Yeah, he's been shot 144 times. Yeah, and the difference. Look, the look on his face is like, holy shit. Yeah, he'd be riddled, riddled with holes. Been massacred. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, he cries, Alvito. Brando's so, so good in this movie. He is so good. And back to Italy, Michael finds out about Sonny, and obviously he's a bit uh, bit down and out. And this is messed up with Apollina exploding in the car. Yeah, Fabrizio's walking away looking suspicious. And I love, like, Al Pacino's reaction when it, when he realises, like, hang on a minute, something's not yeah, right. Yeah, and it's, it's like, oh, no, yeah. no, no, no. The whole thing blows up. Yeah. And th- this is like... The second, the second turn for Michael. The first one, obviously, when he when he does kill the other two from before. Yep. And now this happens. This is like the end of Michael. Mm. The the you know, the fun loving Michael Corleone we had at the start of the movie. You know, fun loving. Yeah, going shopping with Kay at Christmas and <laughs> having a good time. I guess that's all gone now. Yeah. It's all dark and deep, serious Michael from you know here on out. We get the meeting with the five families here. Uh, can you name the five families? Barzini. Yep. Corleone. Yep. Tatalia. Yes. And the other two. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which I, I wrote down as Cuneo and Stra- Stracci. Do they ever come back? I, I mean, I don't know if they come well, back. Well, they get massacred in this movie, so probably not. Yeah, but I wonder if the families come back at all. Family. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong movie, Henry. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Uh, and I love this speech from Vito here. He's, where he, he's really good. This this bit is so good, where he's just saying, listen, I didn't want the drugs, but we need to call peace. So if we can set some ground rules, you know, no selling to kids, all that sort of stuff. Um, but the peace has got to be. And he's like, but I'm a superstitious... God, I'm doing a Hendo, <laughs> Hendo impersonation. But I'm a superstitious man. But I am a superstitious man. If he gets shot by police or hangs himself... <laughs> Struck by a bolt of lightning. <laughs> he gets very like menacing here as well. Like he's been very cool, calm, and collected. Yeah. That's whole no, thing. He's, he's definitely so he's logical, but he's you know businesslike. He's yeah. just like listen, strictly business. I want to bring Michael back, but if anything happens, then I will hold men in this room responsible. Isn't that the De Niro? <laughs> Is it? I mean, it will do it in the next yeah. movie. Uh, Vito in the car. I think he's talking to Hagen here. He's just like it was Batsenia all along. Who was fighting the Corleones? Italian's a pimp. I didn't know it was Bazzini until today. <laughs> I mean, yours isn't that good. Yeah, that, that, was, that wasn't good. <laughs> that wasn't good. I feel like you're 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 rubbing off on me. Wow, off, not up, Hendo. <laughs> Oh, and then, okay, so we got, this is the, you know, reuniting of Kay and Michael here. Now, she's, I thought she was walking with a group of school children. And then she I just thought, leaves them. I thought she was a teacher with so them. So I. And then she they disappeared. The it was like, uh, what? Well, what was the go with that? Was she just like in a park just following these kids? Yeah. But this bit here where she's just like, how long have you been back? I've been back a year. So, well, okay. Lo- longer than that, I think. It's like, damn. It's like, you don't get that. You don't get that one year later come up in that. No, no, Like, no, you no. hear it from him. That's all you need. It's good to see you, Kay. I mean, he's he's come with a purpose here. Yeah, he wants a kid. Yeah. He, he, yeah, he needs the wife. He wants the kid. It's, uh, it's, all, it's all business. I mean, this scene is just like, it's just the complete opposite of the Michael we get in yep. the first scene. That's my, that's my family, Kay. That's not me. It's not me. Yeah, it's clearly him now and it's all him. My father is no different to any other powerful man, like a senator or a president. <laughs> Is it, is it, fucking delusional. Is it the line here when she's when she's talking about how you know? Well, yeah. Well, at least with our uh, senators and that, unlike you gangsters, they 
They don't yeah, go around said, murdering people and things like that. And yeah. he's, like, he's like, oh, who's being naive now? Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah, all the senators and, and the government's all corrupt. In five years, the Colleoni family will be completely legitimate. Do you think God. he, do you think he We're believes We're going to hear it? that so many times. Do you think times. he believes that at this point? Because uh, they, they, aren't they trying to? They're trying to get moved out of the olive oil business to go to Nevada to like own a casino. Yeah, I, I don't know. I need to watch part two again. So I'm not sure. Well, I mean, I think we've got a, uh, a good schedule coming up. We might be able to squeeze yes, it in. I'm sure we can. But yeah, like they haven't seen each other for years, right? And it's just like, why'd you come here? I came because I need you. I want you to marry me. It's like, so it's, wow. Like I said before, it, he, 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 this is a business transaction for him. Yeah. What's important is that we have children. Our children. I need you. I love you. The car comes in. She gets ushered in the car. Yeah. This is rough. That's how it is with this relationship now. Like she, like, why did she get in the car here? Does she still love Michael? I think she does. And she's, she thinks that she can find that love out of him too. It's, it's just crazy that she gets, she knows the family. Yeah. She knows that from what he's saying that he is now in it. She happily gets in. She still sees that still sees that spark with Michael. Yeah. So we get a meeting here with Michael basically as the the new Dom and uh Dom? Dom Corleone. Don. That's what I said. You said Dom. I did say Dom the first time. Yes. Yeah. Clemenza and Tessio are not too pleased with what's going on here. No. Tessio wants to break away and form his own family. And and it's the the insult where they 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 don't even listen to Michael. They turn to Vito. Yeah. Uh, Vito, come on. Help us out. He's yep. like, no, I'm not in charge anymore. you got to listen to Michael. Yep. He has my blessing. <laughs> uh, but Michael sends Carlo to Nevada? No. The, I mean, he goes to Nevada too. He makes Carlo his right-hand man now. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and Carlo Tom, is his right-hand Tom's hand out. Man. You're out, Tom. Yep. He's a consigliere. Yeah. Hagen will be the lawyer in Vegas. For yeah. Him, and his consigliere will be Vito. Yeah. I mean, good good consigliere. Oh, that, no, that was the right way to say it. you got to have it the E at the end. Yeah. Consigliere. Yeah. Yeah. He's not really starting off too strong in everyone's eyes, is he? Everyone seems to already be talking to Vito. Like, Vito, come on, help us out here. I mean, it's uh, the old boss is there. Yeah. Like, and, everyone and, and looks then, to And him. Michael is not doing what they want. No, yeah. definitely not. They're trying to get out of the family. Tom, Tom's like, Michael, why am I out? What have I done? You're not a wartime lawyer. Consigliere. Consigliere. <laughs> Things may get rough. Ooh, do they? Okay. Let's, let's head over to Vegas. Yeah, let's do it. So he's Fredo. He's just showing off. In, how much- in scene number three, wink. <laughs> How much of a big shot this guy is now? He's just like, oh, look at this lavish party I've planned. All the women and all the, the booze. Yeah. yeah. Michael's having none of it. Nah. Give it to the girls. Nah. We get some Mo Green. Mo Green. Is like, this our first Mo Green? Yeah. I thought Mo Green was like, such a bigger character than what oh, happens. No, 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 no. Because no. <laughs> I remember the name Mo Green. Yeah. And I remember his death and I thought he was throughout this whole film. Yeah. This is the only other goddamn scene he's in. Yeah. <laughs> Does he get discussed in the second part? Uh, maybe? Man, honestly. He must get mentioned. Yeah. Like, same with The Godfather Part 1 and Part 2. I remember Bugger All from Part 2. Really? I remember the two, like, the, the, the kiss. Yeah. And the the result of that kiss. On the lake. Yeah. That is all I remember. Oh, you don't remember the best scene? Neither of those the best scene. Oh, oh, wait. I bet. I bet you'll know what I'm talking about. I really don't remember anything else. It's okay. going to be a first time watch for me. Nice. It's going to be fun. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, Mo Green just uh, fully stands up for himself here. Really shows that like Michael isn't that well respected yet. Oh, he's not respected at all. Like the only reason there's you know any any time for Michael is because of the Corleone name. But, exactly. But Michael Michael says here he's just like 
I'll make him an offer he can't refuse. Hey, his friend is like, uh, Mikey, I don't think Moe's going to want to sell the casino. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> we'll do what I want. Even Johnny Fontaine, who's here, when he when Michael tells him, hey, you know, if you can get together and come for a couple of shows, mm. he says, anything for my godfather. It's yeah. not to him. Yeah. It's for Vito. Yeah. So this big, the, 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 the you know, this, the cloud of Vito is very much still prominent here. Yep. I love, I love this 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 Mo and Michael bloody interaction here. Michael's just like, yeah, I, I'm gonna buy you out. He's like, buy me out. <laughs> I buy you out. <laughs> but but Al Pacino, Michael here is just so stone faced. You straighten my brother out. Yeah. It's like, oh shit, is he gonna snap you? <laughs> so good. He's so menacing. Yeah. He's just cold. He is so cold. And Fredo like speaks back at him. Yeah. Now, do you think this is, and I, again, I don't know anything from part two, but is this like a big brother mentality as well? Like, is it, Fredo hasn't been there to see Michael take over the business yet. And is he speaking like, don't, don't, Mikey, Mikey, don't, don't, what are you doing, Mike? Like, he's trying yeah. to speak to him like a big brother here because he yeah. feels like, you know, he should technically be in charge, perhaps. Yeah. Or it's just that big brother, you know, the way they talk to I the mean, younger people. Fredo siblings. is being totally embarrassed right now. Yeah. So he's gone to this town, set himself up. He's got these new powerful friends. Mm-hmm. Like, these aren't chumps. He's got new powerful Powerful friends, and Michael's just waltzing in like, nah, you're out. Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, you and what army? It's like, what? And but yeah, no. Michael to, to Fredo here. Don't you ever turn your back on the- Don't ever talk back about the family again. You're my brother, <laughs> and I love you, but don't ever take sides with anyone against the family again. Ever. That, that, that word, <laughs> that ever, I'm like, whoa. That is intense. Michael's a frightening bastard already. Oh, he's so good. And it's all coming together here. You got, you know, Kay telling Michael that Connie wants to ask Michael to be godfather to their kid, yeah. but she's too scared to ask him. This it's is like, a frightening bastard. It's like what? <laughs> this is our what is it? this is our basically one and only Michael and Vito have a conversation scene. What do you mean? Where they sit down and discuss what's going to happen coming up. Okay. Has there been another conversation between these two? I mean, were they not speaking in the room before when Michael was saying where everyone's going? They're not speaking to each other here. Who are you talking about? Michael and Vito? Yeah, they weren't speak- They weren't sitting down and having a conversation with oh, each other. Oh, like a one-on-one yeah. business conversation. And they weren't even barely speaking to each other in that scene. Okay. All right. Um, but no, Vito's so good here. Like, mm. he's so wise. He's just like, Bazzini will set up a meeting with someone you absolutely trust. Yep. This person will have betrayed you. So when he has the meeting with the five families earlier, does he know what's going to happen here? He is he when he's not ah oh, no bloodshed no he does he know that this is going to be the end result? Well, he must because nothing has changed for that side of things. Obviously, yeah. Michael's gone to Nevada and done his thing, but like nothing has changed where where they are. So yeah, and he knows it's not he's, going to be him. He's, he's trying to set Michael up to get this done. At the meeting, you will be assassinated. Assassinated, what a word. But you know, even here, like I think we we learn about some differences here between Vito and Michael. Like as much as Michael wants to be the next Vito. You know, Vito's just like, like, Michael just wants to talk business. And Vito's like, are you happy with your wife? Yeah. You know? But even the stone face reaction to to that, he's like, yeah, it's, yeah, I am. But then when he talks about his son, he's like, yeah, yeah, he's doing really well. Like, and, and just talks up a storm about his son. Like, you can see where his love is going through. Mm. It's, it's not to Kay. Mm. care about Kay. To his son. Yeah. And he's also sort of being like an old man filled with regret a bit at this point where he's just yeah. like, listen, I did what I had to do. I, I I will not be a fool. I'm not apologizing, but I was hoping that when it was your time to step up, it would be so legally as a senator yeah. or a governor. Governor Carleone. <laughs> he has got a lot of regrets. 
And Michael, like, he's he's a good son. He's like, we'll get there, pup. Yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> I love it. And this is the swan song for Vito here, playing with his grandson through the, the tomato plants, I guess they are. Anthony. Anthony, that's right. <laughs> I think it was hilarious when he pu- puts the orange in his mouth and scares the crap out of the kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That was awesome. Yep, he's dead, which is good. I like that he's not killed. Yeah, no, oh. you can't. Like they've already done the attempted murder on him. To yeah. have him actually killed, like later on, that'd be yeah. they sort of take the the breath out of that scene from before. Yeah, and what it also does is make Michael's moves that he pulls later colder. Yeah, you know, he's not acting on. Oh, they've killed my dad, so now I'm gonna kill all them. He's just like, no, nah, we're we're doing this. Yeah, because he, but he knows that he's going to get killed. So it's 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 getting them before they get him. Mm. Yeah, this funeral scene here of Vito. What the hell is Tessio doing? He literally goes over to Bazzini and is just like chatting away like they're buddies. No, because in the scene before where they're all talking where Clemenza and Tessio are having a sook, when they were saying to Vito and Michael at that point, they were saying if you know if we have to break off here or if we do what we what Mike was proposing, Barsini's gonna, you know, scoop us up. Like we're gonna end up having to, you know, answer to him. Yeah. So it's not like he's actually actively going out of his way to talk to Barzini. Like he's actually with him at this point. So when he comes up and says, "Look, we, we want to discuss the discuss what's going on." You think Tessio at this point, when he goes to Michael saying, "I want to discuss it with Barzini," you think Tessio is still with the Colleones? No. Oh, good. They, Sorry, they I thought you were saying that. No, no. They mentioned earlier, like if this, if this happens, we'll get we'll get scooped up by Barzini. Yeah. So they know that's going to be the case. So when you've got a fr- you know family. Uh, yeah, family friend in, in, in yeah, in Tessio coming back saying, "Look, like this is in everyone's best interest if you get together." Doesn't necessarily mean straight away, like, "Hey, he's going to betray you." Hmm. It could mean like from one family friend to another, we need to do this. Hmm. Interesting. I like Hagen though. He's just like, oh, I thought it would have been Clemenza. <laughs> Glad it wasn't Clemenza. Yeah, Clemenza's cool. Hey, we've got more Clemenza in this movie than Tessio for sure. For sure. But even Michael here, like, I love his line when it's just like, all right, we've found out it's Tessio. He's like, Tessio is smarter. It's a smart move. You know, <laughs> like, he's just like, yeah, the smart move is to betray the Corleones now because they're going down, but they're not, you know, accounting for Michael. No, they don't know what he's about to pull. That's fucking Bartzini's smug face at this funeral. Like, it's Vito Corleone's. Yeah funeral and he's just having a big smile just having yeah. a chat with everyone like you bastard yeah kill this fucker and uh yeah we're at the christening of anthony that's not anthony is it can't be anthony no it's connie's kid yeah yeah what's his name i don't know it's <laughs> a guy though but it's sophia coppola yeah who's actually um the baby being christened yeah we said that last week yeah yeah this is great this this was a potential excellent scene okay. as, as you get the the montage back and forth of the wiping out of the five families. Do you renounce Satan? I do. Bang, 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 bang. <laughs> it's great. Like yeah. every single death here is fantastic. They're all really good. Yeah. 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 It's weird. It is weird that Mo Green is included here. Yeah. <laughs> Well, they want to take over the the Nevada business, so they got to whack Mo Green. It's just you got the the four heads of the other families plus Mo Green. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I think this is a a fantastic scene. Not as not as good as the you know the excellent, but really really. You haven't came done close. your excellent, have you? Yes, I have, Dean. Oh, what was your excellent? The shooting in the restaurant. Ah, uh, okay. Man, your memory's horrible. Yeah, yeah. Okay, the restaurant shooting. Sure. This scene's great though between Michael and Carlo. He's just like, you're not going to Vegas. Meet me at the house. He's just like, ah. Uh, Fuck. Does he think that right now? I mean, you're not going to Vegas, come to the house. Yeah, it's it's not good. Tessio's got to go first, though. Yep. I like how they do that, where they're all walking into the car. Yeah, it's so respectful. Yeah. Even know. Tom, when, when they say, yeah, we're splitting up in, into different cars. He's like, yeah, I can't go either. And just takes a step back. Yeah. Like, they they know what's going on. Yeah. He even gives you, can you just get, get me out of this one more time? Yeah. Like, can't do it. Just He's just... 
Can do it. Yeah, that's it. You don't see him die. You don't need to. And even even Tessio is just like it was, it was business. Tell Michael I always liked him. Yeah, that's it. That's it for old Tessio. Yeah, I but, mean uh, he's he's barely on screen, so yeah, exactly. It's fine. Sonny gets the uh, the big send off here. Mm. The way that Michael coerces him into revealing the information. So good. He's so chummy, chummy with him. He's like, come yeah. on, you, you think I'm gonna? You think <laughs> you can fool Corleone? Admit what you did. Don't be afraid. Come on, you think I make a make my sister a widow? Yeah, exactly. Buddy, I'm the godfather <laughs> to your child. <laughs> And yeah. I like because he, he tells him the punishment. You know, he's like, all right, your punishment is going to be you're out of the business, you're going to Vegas, that's your punishment. Only don't tell me you're innocent. Don't insult my yeah. intelligence. You he know? really just wants him to tell him. That, who, makes, yeah. that makes me very angry. <laughs> I, love how, yeah. I love how calm he is. It makes me very angry. And then when he tells him it's Barzini, just the look on his face is like, you son of a bitch. Mm. But it also, it also proves to him that he was right about taking out the five families. Yeah, That exactly. it was Barzini yeah. all along. So it's a bit more of a clarity to him too, but he's still ropeable <laughs> at Carlo. Of course. So, especially when Carlo tries to come back in for like for a hug or a, like, get out of my sight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Clemenza does him. Yeah. That's a brutal, brutal shot they show from outside the, of the car. Yeah, they're kicking the windscreen. Yeah, kicks that was the windscreen great. out, really pulls good. him into the back of the seat, yep. back of the car. Yep. Ah, it was it was fantastic. And Hagen's just watching. Yeah. yeah. Don't sleep on Hagen. No, Hagen's good. I hope we get more of him in part two. Oh, you do. <laughs> Lovely. But in comes Connie, has a full mental breakdown at Michael. You bastard! You killed my husband, you bastard! I mean, this is this is the last scene. Yeah. This this was my almost excellent. This part or the part with Kay? I mean, the whole thing. Yeah. You know. Michael trying you to cut comfort her. bastard! <laughs> you went until Papa died and then you killed him! <laughs> and he's just like trying to hug her. And it's like, ugh. And to her credit, like, what's she meant to do? Yeah. You know? She's not going to kill Michael. Yeah. She needs to just suck it up and, and hug him back. He's, he's the boss. I'm assuming she does in the next movie. Yeah. We'll see. Mm. But yeah. Here comes I, Kay. I, I think, uh, honestly, I think Connie's performance is great here. Talia Shire, very yeah. good actress. She's in this one scene, very good. <laughs> um, but Michael's just like, get a doctor. <laughs> She's hysterical. <laughs> oh. But this this bit, I mean, it's so iconic. Is it true, Michael? Don't I, ask they re- me about my business, Kay. Is it true? Don't ask me about my business, Kay. It's like, okay, one, t- one time I let you ask me about my business. And he lies. Michael, did you do it? No. <laughs> I was like, when he, when he said, I was like, whoa, you bastard. And she's happy. She's relieved. It's like, yeah, oh, my God. oh, it's so good. Her, her reaction is just like, oh, my husband, awesome. My loving husband goes to make a drink, walks yeah. on out. And I love how you don't, it's not focused. Like, they're following her out the room. Yeah. But they're not focusing on her. It's no. all on Michael in the doorway. And the music's going. It's awesome. And as they all come in, like, you know, Godfather. don't call you as she turns around and looks and she's like, holy shit, oh. this bastard just lied to me. Fuck, it's good. And then they it's... shut the door on her. Oh, they shut the door on her is awesome. Yeah, that is that is the Godfather. Any last words? Final thoughts on the Godfather, Dean. I mean, it's so cliche to say, you know, the Godfather is a perfect film, but it really is. Like, there aren't, there's no issues with this film. It's so long. There's so many characters, but they all play their part. This family is just captivating and seeing, you know, seeing Vito as Godfather do his thing and then seeing, I mean, the story is the turn of Michael and seeing him go from this, you know, this innocent civilian who's aware, he's aware of what the family does, but this innocent man is decorated war hero who then just turns, just gets pushed by, you know, these other people 
forcing his hand to be a part of this family. It's it's just it's captivating stuff. The performances are like beyond amazing. You know, some of the best ever you'll see with Marlon Brando and Al Pacino here. I mean, this is always going to be a amazing, amazing, incredible, outstanding for me. I didn't actually realize how much I was going to enjoy this film, this go around. I barely remembered anything about it. I watched it a long, long time ago. Gave it the old five stars. Why? What do you mean, why? Why did I give it five stars? Like, was this just a, oh, it's a godfather and I like movies, so... No, I watched it when I was younger, loved it, gave it five stars and never went back and watched it. So coming into it this time, man, I mean... I'm not going to go on. Like, we've already spoken about this movie for a long time. Your final thoughts are basically exactly what I think. This is just a bellissimo film. You did not just do that. I did that. Because this easily gets a... Amazing. Incredible. Outstanding. From me and just like a high echelon of amazing this film is. Oh, like, for sure. I, like, we we, we watched this last week. So, I, I it's been like two weeks since I've watched it. I was so close to just knocking out Godfather Part 2 immediately. I wanted to just keep going. I wanted this Aren't story- Aren't you glad you stopped? Oh, oh, of course. Yeah, but I was, it was just- so captivating what I was watching. I was so engulfed in it. I was just mesmerized by what this film was doing. I just wanted to just continue. Let's move on. Let's get to part two. But no, we patiently wait for part two. But we need to get to... I was the best because the crowd loved me. Where's Godfather going to sit on your rankings, Dean? Are we starting at the top and working our way down here? Or are we going to work from the bottom at the Passion of Joan of Arc? Uh, no, let's let's go top 10, shall we? Ooh, top 10. So, I, I mean, looking at this, I can't believe There Will Be Blood is not in my top 10, but <laughs> it's not. Um, so we have The Matrix at 10. It's better than that. Better than Dark Knight, better than Seven, better than Inception. Then we get to La La Land, which I think is really where the start of the like massive tier for me um, of five-star jumps. So that's number six. It's I mean, it's better than La La Land. Then we get Groundhog Day, which I love. It's better than Groundhog Day. Now we get to Gladiator, which we watched pretty recently. Yeah. Better than Gladiator. This is a big, big leap here. Now we go to number three, which is Batman Begins. Ooh. And I think it's better than Batman Begins. Holy shit. They, that three has been up there for quite some time. Yep. Uh, okay, now it comes to Pulp Fiction. Whoa. And it's better than Pulp Fiction. I mean, you've had your number one, Once Upon a Time in America, sit there since episode five. This is like 165 episodes later, Dean. Okay, number one, Once Upon a Time in America. Do I think it's better than Once Upon a Time in America? Oh, this is so hard. This is definitive as well. As soon as you say this, this is locked in for life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say no. Oh, I thought it was going to happen. So I am putting The Godfather Part 1 at number 2. All right. I will also start at my number 10 spot. I mean, I think yours is uh, is more interesting because of how lowly you rated it before the, your recent rewatch. Lowly? <laughs> Lowly. <laughs> okay, we're going to kick it off with Saving Private Ryan. The Godfather is going to go past that. Got the other Talia Shire oh, masterpiece wow. in Rocky. Yeah, wonder which one's better. Purely based off the Talia Shire performance, <laughs> The Godfather is better than Rocky. The Godfather is better than The Dark Knight as well. Gets up to Kill Bill Volume 1, and I think that The Godfather will take over that spot too. We're going up to The Matrix at number 6, and I think The Godfather is going to continue on its way here. It's even going to go past Inception at number 5, and this is where I'm going to start having a, a, a think, because mm. number 4 is Gladiator. i got to tell you, this movie is so damn good. It's yes, going, it it's is. just going along. All right. 
Now, these top three of yours that you have here currently in Pulp Fiction, Terminator 2 and 7, they are they are like definitive Hendo films. Yeah. Like, this is... Looking at your list, I was like, all right, I think he'll go at least number four. This is where, for me, it gets really interesting for you. Are you actually going to elevate a recent rewatch film, one that you didn't actually appreciate how good it was on your first time viewing, to go into that, like, God-tier, S-tier level for you of film? and over overtake some of your, you know, definitive films, some of your defining films, Hendo? No. What? No way. I thought for sure you'd go above seven. Nah. Are you I, kidding me? I would like to watch this again to see how to see how it would go against that, like you said, that, that top tier level. Wow. The Godfather is my new number four out of 98. Pathetic. <laughs> I swear to God, I thought you were going to go number one for that one. Gee, I was close. I was close. But I try not to be too influenced by recency bias. So oh, but if- you had to go at me for not d- taking over seven. I mean, The Godfather's a better movie than Seven, though. Maybe I will find that out when I watch it again. But the problem with Godfather and Once Upon a Time in America is they're they're very similar um, in theme and... Mate, Once Upon a Time in America is trash (laughs) compared to Godfather. (laughs) No, it is not. All right, before we continue, we'd just like to say this show is brought to you by our awesome patrons who've been supporting the show for nearly three years now, Dean. And uh, yeah, when we told them that we were going to be doing uh, a massive, massive journey here with The Godfather and The Godfather Part 2, following it up with the Shawshank Redemption for the was, 100th breakdown. Uh, I mean, it was nothing short of life-changing for them, Hendo. I, I mean, I think I actually <laughs> saw their souls come out and, and just give us a round of applause. Is that a good thing? Their souls <laughs> leaving their body? <laughs> That's how powerful it was. Surely we want them to keep their souls <laughs> and just wanted to give a special shout out to our newest patron Tim Barber uh, who has recently joined up I hope you're enjoying all the extra content mate yes we got plenty of different mul- a multitude of episodes over there on Patreon I think we're up to closing in on 130 140 episodes over there in the middle of our James Bond film series and we've just recently done Moonraker a little bit a little bit different this time around though a little bit different than what we've Very done different. before ever don't actually. undersell it Hendo we watched this together and filmed it whilst we were watching it. Yes. It's just revolutionary, Hendo. I mean, we probably put a, a, a quite a chunk of it out on YouTube as well. Perhaps. We'll see how we go. But the patrons, they get the full- They get everything. Director-style commentary that we've got, uh, videos, everything. We're, we're, we're throwing all the content out there at Patreon. Why not? And if you're interested, just head over to patreon.com slash themoviejourney. All right, mate, let's get to- We may still have mail. Mail, mail, mail. Here it is. And- this could be it. Oh. Well, we get our awesome patrons to review the films that we break down. And when we said we're reviewing The Godfather, boy, did they want to come out and give us some reviews. First one here from awesome patron Chris Beardsall. Short and sweet. It's fucking perfect. Five stars. Nice. Next up from Chris at the Rough House Podcast. Cinematic bliss. They don't make them like this anymore, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. But there's not really anything to complain about with this film. Yeah, it's a hair under three hours, but it doesn't feel longer than two. And aside from Jimmy Khan not throwing a good working punch, I don't have gripes. The music is perfectly sublime. The story is riveting. There's blood and violence. And the amount of emotion that Brando and Pacino are able to convey without even saying 
saying words is awe-inspiring. Five stars. Very good. Ben from Film Busters says, I've seen The Godfather several times over the years, but it was only last year, as a 34-year-old man, that I truly felt I'd seen it. Sounds a bit like Hendo. I know, right? I understood before, but now I believe, feel, and connect. I believe in America. (laughs) With every single drive and conflicting desire Michael has, what an astonishing film. The benchmark for greatness. 10 out of 10. Mm. Still not as good as 7, though, eh, Hendo? No, it's not. Mm. Not as good as Once Upon a Time in America. Jesus, I think that's more of a sin. (laughs) And lastly here, from Nerdrovert, Chef Kiss. Five stars. That's all you need. (laughs) Now, thank you very much, guys, for putting in a review. But, of course, we've got... Shane! All right. (laughs) All right. Where was I? The Godfather is a masterpiece. It's heralded as one of the greatest films of all time, and unlike some others, it's a true claim. I I don't have um, a a strange interpretation of this movie. Probably the most unique experience regarding me and the film was when I first saw it on VHS for the first time. The video quality was so bad, I thought the scene with the film director where he wakes up, I I thought his legs were cut off. I thought he was just like half a body just sitting there covered in blood. But um, yeah, I didn't see the horse's head. It wasn't until I, you know, I watched the DVD that I found out the Corleone family weren't, you know, that badass. No, they're just a bunch of animal abusers. <laughs> no, no, let, no, let's get serious with the review. I've got to show the respect. I love Al Pacino. He's my favorite actor of all time, and he's my favorite character of the film. I love how we get to see him change so gradually. I mean, it's so gradual, it's like he never changed at all. To put someone seemingly moral and innocent in charge of the family, to get his hands dirty, I think that's the core of what this film's about. Family comes before anything. Michael is so smart as well. Smarter than Sonny, the goons, even Tom Hayden, who would be my second favourite character of the film. What is my favourite scene? Um, Well... If I know the movie journey, I've got the same excellence as them. It has to be the scene in the restaurant where Michael takes out Salonzo and the police captain. He's so soft, he's so well-mannered, but Michael is the most deadly Corleone of all. I guess my, I guess the greatest point of contention would be if Godfather 1 is better than Godfather 2. Personally, I've always felt the first was slightly better, but, you know, I, I don't know. I'm looking forward to um, watching number two, and I'm probably about even money as at this point as to who will come out the winner. Overall, The Godfather is an instant crime classic. Sure, some films have maybe surpassed it, but it set such a high bar on its release, and it still remains, you know, solid for the full three hours. It's just, you know, it's an enthralling experience. You could say it was ahead of its time, or you could say it is the definition of what all films should should aspire to be. 10 out of 10. I expected nothing less. Yes. Perfect, excellent scene, by the way, Shane. I completely agree. Yeah, I love that scene with Salonzo and... And Tom Hayden. Tom Hayden. (laughs) Those are classics. (laughs) Uh, Thank you very much, Shane, for that great review. So, what's next? Well, Dean, we know what we're doing next week. It is Godfather Part 2. Yes, I can't wait. Yeah, I am hanging to watch this. This is going to be fantastic. See how far up it goes our our ratings list, eh? Hmm, hmm. 
We shall see. Yes. Lots of good fun. And it is a two-parter again. We'll no doubt uh, have to cut it short because we'll be talking too damn much about it. Which isn't a bad thing. No, not at all. Not at all. All right. That's going to do it for this week. Thank you very much, everyone, for checking out the episode. And we'll see you next week for The Godfather Part 2. Part 1. Bye. Bye.